Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. something that I said over the weekend that I think holds true. Every time, every (laughs) single time you think you've got a bead on what's happening, college football happens. And boy, did college football happen this weekend. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm Monday afternoon. Good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. If you want to be a part of the conversation you better believe we want to hear from you on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. That's the number for you to be a part of the conversation. Guys, so much to get into. Three hours doesn't feel like nearly enough today. What a weekend. <laughs> the Like the 10th most compelling thing that happened this weekend is the number two team in America losing at home. <laughs> like That's just an afterthought from this weekend. And, uh, I mean, thank goodness at least we can toss Iowa to the side now because they can't score <laughs> on Madison Central High School. But still, of all the things that happened this weekend, number two going down at home is on the back burner. Nobody really cares. That's how great this weekend was. There is a lot. Hey, Dad, give me a like a, a thirty second summation of the weekend. Look out, duck. <laughs> Perhaps a three second summation of the weekend. Richard, there we need to go. get you one of those little uh, umbrella hats for the next we game. We need to get him a Pope mobile, the cross mobile. <laughs> just just drive around, fully sealed. No no worries. You ever seen the movie uh, Bubble Boy? <laughs> Jeez. So, first off, don't make me laugh too hard. My streak is over. I got a little little something here. It, oh, no. Almost two years, two-plus years of being free of illness, but it's not COVID. Uh, but the 30-second sum-up is, you said it, outside of Georgia, literally anybody, maybe Alabama, but even not them, anybody can beat anybody in this SEC. Vandy had South Carolina on the ropes. Should I have beaten them. them, honestly. I took them plus 18. I was like, there's no way South Carolina's good enough to beat them by three touchdowns. Good call. And, I mean, yeah. I, and I would have gone 2-0 if not for Mark Stoops meddling with his timeouts. Ooh. Um, how about that? How about that backdoor cover? That that had to make so many people mad. I'm glad I wasn't at the sports book. Um, but, I mean, really, I mean, Alabama played great, dominated Mississippi State. But could they slip up somewhere else along the way? You know, in the Iron Bowl or, or something? Yeah. Yeah, they could. So the conference is just, it's just, it, parody might not be the right word, but everybody feels a little bit closer to everybody else than they have in years past. I, I agree with you. And, you know, 
whatever you felt about Kentucky <coughs> as the season went along or has gone along, Kentucky's answered some questions. Now, Kentucky, they get beat by 17. They really got beat by 23. Whatever. They score a touchdown with a, a second left or four seconds left in, in the ball game. But Kentucky did not get just, like, annihilated and dominated. They didn't look like they didn't deserve to be on the same field with Georgia. So kudos to them. Props to Kentucky. That's a good defense. It's a grinded-out offense. Mark Stoops has done a great job building that roster. It's kind of a, uh, I guess, atypical would be the way to say that, that he has built an SEC roster because it's an SEC ro- roster that has built, been built largely with Midwestern players, with Ohio players, but it's absolutely worked, and and Georgia is good. Dan Mullen got outcoached on Saturday. Dan Mullen got outcoached by Ed Ogeron on Saturday in Baton Rouge. Tip the cap to LSU for playing really, really hard in that game. Why is Dan Mullen starting the quarterback that is not as good as the other guy that he's got that plays quarterback? I, I don't Simply know the answer mind to that blowing. question. I mean, the, the <laughs> difference in Damian Williams. Sorry, it, I, you said them. The difference in skill set between the two of them is so vast. I, I mean, how can you justify running Emory Jones out there to start that game when it's clear to anybody with eyes Anthony Richardson is better than him at, at everything? He's a better runner. He's a more dynamic yeah. runner who's, what, 50 pounds heavier on top of being a better runner? It's Taller insane. and with a bigger arm? Yeah. So I, I was using this for, for KJ uh, yeah for KJ Jefferson. I was wrong. Emory Jones is the poor man's Chris Rolfe. That's who that is. A, and Anthony Richardson. But without the size. Yeah, well, he's, he's big, but he's not big. Nah. And But Anthony Richardson has some Dak-like qualities as a young player. Got the, that, that expl- it just seems to have it. It. It is a thing. Yeah. He has it. Did you see a certain coach was doing some retweeting of a certain player <laughs> before his game on Saturday night? Oh, I didn't no. see Lane what Kiffin was what? retweeting Anthony Richardson tweets on Saturday. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> What a, what a, what a uh, <laughs> I'm official. I'm going to make an official declaration here, by the way. Okay. It's hard not to like Lane Kiffin. Oh, no. How bad it's did that hurt? hurt? It stinks. You know, obviously, deep, deep down, I can't like him, right? And I want him to get another job so bad so I can just full-on like him. But, I mean, he he's like, I always this about Fred Smoot. Only the team that has Fred Smoot would like Fred Smoot. Because all he does is tell you how terrible you, your, the other teams are. Same thing with Kiffin. He just trolls everybody. So only the Ole Miss fans can love him. But everybody else is like, I don't want to like him. But I kind of deep down. He's hilarious. Actually, he's. He's hilarious. I mean, man, from the, the stuff first time, from the, the very first time he walked on the field in Knoxville on Saturday mm-hmm. night. I mean, the first time he walked out of the tunnel, the boos rained down. The let's go Brandon chants began. The one-finger <laughs> salutes began, and they never, ever stopped. It was one, one of those nights. No. Yeah, not not that one-finger salute. D- different, ah. different one-finger salute. What's up um, with the Mississippi Highway Patrol ducking 
Like, get, you're supposed to protect that guy. Why did he have to catch the bottle? Well, I think he almost kind of like threw up the hand in front of oh, him. Oh, he it. It's incredible. They, they, they may have ducked to keep from catching an elbow in the noggin as they were uh, were walking off the field. Uh, Look, there's so much to get to, but I think we would probably be burying the lead <laughs> if when we come back we don't spend a uh, pretty significant amount of time on the scene, the result, and all that goes along with it on the field in Knoxville on Saturday night. But here's what's coming up this afternoon. Obviously, Tennessee trashed the field, quite literally. Where's Butch Jones with his trash can on the sideline when you need him? That could have that would have been handy. That would have been handy on Saturday night. Uh, Ole Miss won a game because of their defense. Yes. And because fact. of number two. And because of number two. Matt Corral's the best quarterback in the country. Man. I don't mind putting this guy on blast. We don't normally do this. We don't normally talk about other people and what they say if they're not like national media members. And to, actually, I want to double check and make sure I get the name right. And and put the per I, I, I saw somebody say Matt Corral, not an elite quarterback, especially on the road. I got no idea what game you were watching. No idea what game you were watching if that's what you came away with on Saturday night. Matt Corral finishes with a hundred and what, four hundred and thirty yards, give or take, of total offense, with a hundred yards of drops. He has 195 yards rushing on 30 carries with a five-yard loss on the last play of the game. And after being sacked five times, and obviously we know in college football, sack yardage comes out. If that, if those five yards wouldn't have happened, that would have been the... If Tom Hart is correct, that would have been the second time in SEC football history a quarterback went 200-200. And the other was Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. He was the first. He was the first to go for two hundred one ninety five since Johnny Manziel. Yeah, and that is with a receiver out going into the game. His number two target, what most people in the program think is his best receiver, out early in that game. His starting tight end out, and for good measure, the backup guard that was starting the game got hurt in the game. So without two wide receivers, a tight end, and the backups. The backup guard goes down, so the third string guard is having to play in front of him. That performance was quite literally one guy, at least on the offensive side, winning a game by putting his team on his back, and that was it. He got no help offensively, not really, and still did that because that's who he is and that's what he does. All right, so Ole Miss, Tennessee... Alabama over Mississippi State. Kentucky's win over Georgia. Number two, Iowa goes down. That means Cincinnati's the number two player. I'm sorry, the number two team in the country. Oklahoma's got a star at quarterback, and it's not Spencer Rattler. Ed Ogeron officially out at LSU at the end of the year. Oklahoma State wins in Austin. Arkansas's lost three in a row in the league. How about LSU's win over Florida? Did you see what happened in Fun Row, Louisiana? Holy cow. Tons to get to. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios just getting started. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. In Hines County, look for delays. Uh, left lane is blocked 20 eastbound at Ellis Avenue. And in Madison County, heavy delays northbound on I-55. The right lane is blocked just past exit 119. That's uh, the Canton exit. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Physical therapy and balance spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Day. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. When you're part of the Ag Up family, you get extra warranty, quality service, and options when it comes to purchasing parts. Look no further than your local Ag Up location in Arkansas and Mississippi, and we'll keep you rolling all year with your needs from parts to service to equipment. Visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com to order parts, schedule service, view equipment specials, and for more information on what Ag Up Country is all about. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. If I ever kind of get going in my chair a little bit, this is the one that gets me going. I hear the opening to jump, and I'm like kind of bouncing around ready to go. We are ready to go with you this afternoon. Told you a moment ago that if you want to join the conversation, ceasefire text line is the best way to do it. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by ceasefire. Get unlimited on ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid. We have not banned any guests from the show, any national sports writers. I guess if Pat Forty wants to come on and talk, we 
<laughs> I would Jimmy, happily have He's not Pat my Ford. favorite. Uh, say what? I happily have Pat Forty on this show today. I mean, he's not my favorite writer, and I would probably tell him as much, but I'd be happy to talk to him if he wants to talk some college football. Uh, we're going to get into the Tennessee Ole Miss conversation, but I do think there is an important thing to play from you. Uh, you know that tomorrow is the day that we give you press conference audio from, from Lane Kiffin and from Mike Leach, and we will do that kind of in its entirety today. But there's something that a lot of people are talking about. It's something that uh, Lane Kiffin said today when asked about how Matt Corral was feeling. Listen in. How's Matt feeling? They are so removed from that. And just kind of your thoughts on him. I think he's the first person to carry the ball 30 times since in the past 14 years. Just kind of your thoughts on his performance. Well, that's not a real stat that I'm excited about. You know, I didn't know that in 14 years. We'd like that to be a running back and not a, you know, 200-pound quarterback. So he's not in very good shape. Hasn't been for the last two days. Um, so... You guys know how we are on injuries. Hopefully he'll play, but I do not feel good about that right now. So Lane Kiffin gives you more on injuries that he is, than he has given you at any point in the entire season, and he tells you that he doesn't feel good about his starting quarterback playing on Saturday. Take that for whatever it's worth. That seems um, a little bit of an interesting, uh, an interesting take there uh, from Lane Kiffin. Borky, you were telling me that You've talked to people, you've got sources that tell you probably likely to play? Yeah, I had somebody tell me it, they went as far as to saying that he'll, he'll be practicing this week and, and has practiced already. I mean, I did find it kind of funny. First of all, for whatever it's worth, after the game Saturday, Corral himself said uh, he twisted his ankle. He said he described it like a stinger where it went numb for a second and then he was okay and, and he affirmed that he was okay again. Could that have changed, I guess it's possible, but um, for a guy that never, ever, 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 ever gets specific at all in any way, shape, or form about who is injured, what the injury is, and what their status is for the upcoming game, you could have the third string punter break their leg in half in practice where it had, he had to go to a hospital and get it surgically sewn back together, and he still wouldn't say anything. For the first time since he's been at Ole Miss, he decides to disclose his first injury for his <laughs> Heisman-containing quarterback on the Monday press conference before the LSU game. Seems likely, right? I'm not really buying it. He's clearly banged up, but if, if two doesn't take the field on Saturday, I will truly be shocked beyond measure. Mike in Oxford says that Ogeron flat out called it a smoke screen. I guess that was in his press conference today, so uh, we know what yeah, LSU know, is, yeah. uh, is preparing for. All right, imagine, so let's can you imagine he's, he's going to game plan for Luke Altmyer? I mean, no. Who had one snap, he was 0-1 throwing the football, had a ball batted down at the uh, line of scrimmage, trying to throw a swing pass on the play that Matt Corral had to uh, come out on. Ole Miss tried to use a timeout to get him back in the game, and couldn't talk their way into that. If they call timeout for an injury on the field, it does not matter. If you take a timeout, you got to take the timeout before the officials stop play for an injury timeout, and therefore he had to come out for one play, was not able to stay in in the ballgame. I have a theory uh, on top of my theory, by the way. So I, I okay. think he's going to play. He's clearly banged up. I think he's going to play, and I think most people anticipate him playing. My guess is, it's just a guess, that this was brought up in the press conference today to get some noise away from the LSU job. 
just have that be the story this week when you're playing LSU, not about Orgeron and oh. and him getting fired and him returning to Oxford and you know him being on the lists and all that. Maybe he decided to talk about his quarterback because that's going to be the story now. Maybe so. Uh, you know the interesting he's media thing about, savvy like that. He, he is the interesting thing about Lane Kiffin. I mean, yes, everybody has him on the list. But the people that cover LSU closely, and maybe this is LSU media people running a smokescreen for Scott Woodward, the people that cover LSU closely don't really think that Lane Kiffin is at the top of the list for the LSU job. There are other names that uh, seem to be a little bit more prominent. By the way, this is a hire that's going to happen six weeks from now. So there's a lot that could happen in the uh, the coming days, weeks, and uh, even months as it pertains to the uh, the LSU job. We'll play you some audio coming up a little bit later from the, uh, I don't know, a little bit awkward press conference yesterday with Scott Woodward and Ed Ogeron. Let's talk about Ole Miss and Tennessee. First of all, really good win. I, uh, You guys, I think have both been to road games in the SEC. And I maintain that in sports, in college sports, and I don't care what the sport is, whether you're talking about football, basketball, or baseball, there is nothing that is more fun than winning a road conference game. Especially a big road conference game. And that was a big game on Saturday night. I'm going to, uh, we got winners and losers coming up. I'm going to start by telling you that was the single best atmosphere I have ever been inside a football stadium for a college football game. Best one. Better than Baton Rouge in 2015, better than Gainesville in 2015, better than Tuscaloosa in 2015 when Ole Miss went there, Um, better than Ole Miss at home in 2014 against Alabama. Best atmosphere I've ever been inside of a stadium. Guys, that place seats 102,455. They sold every single ticket. There were probably 101,000 people actually there. There were a few scattered empties up in the corner of the end zone. But when I tell you that there were 95,000 people inside that stadium 20 minutes, 25 minutes before kickoff, I'm not exaggerating. They all participated in the whole checker kneeling thing. They kill the lights, and they've got the light show now that goes along with their pregame video, and they finish it with the stadium dark with a spotlight on the big power tee in the middle of the field. they got an orange and white light show that goes along with Tennessee running out through the tee. It was electric. It was deafening. It was spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. But that's not what everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about what happened with 57 seconds left in the ballgame. So, first of all, the play that got us to that point. Tennessee's got it fourth and 24. (coughs) They throw kind of a deep slant or a deep dig route. Otis Reese comes up and hits the Tennessee receiver, what, a quarter of a yard short of the first down marker. That's where it's marked. Tennessee fans go crazy because when you watch it, you see the right arm of Tennessee's wide receiver reach across the 40-yard line, which was the yard line to gain. But the ball was in the left hand, tucked down around the left waist of the receiver. Mark Curl's officiating crew gets a lot of flack every time you turn around. 
I think they got that right. No, don't use the word think. They got it right. Yeah. They got the spot right. Hey, Dad, you're shaking your head. Tell me why. I thought he had it. It looks like when his knee's down, his shoulders are at the line where the ball is. The ball's But the ball like is in his waist. The ball's not at his shoulders. Is that it's his waist? tucked in around along his waist. There's the play. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, and, and you can't see it, but he's got it with the left arm. It's tucked down. Let's watch it again here. If you're, you're watching, watching on Seaspire TV, you can see yeah. it. Otis Reese comes up and he makes the hit at the 38. The right hand extends out. The ball is short of the 40 yard line when the knees go down. Yeah, they, they did, got the spot right. They did a really good job on the broadcast of taking the two angles that they had and and kind of putting them together. So they, look where this guy's going to spot it to begin with, though. Oh my gosh! The, the, well, that's because he, he, he was like, trailing on the play. So why is that hit? This is another conversation. Oh, okay, it, it's it's a combo thing, right? You you watch. You got the umpire coming up for the spot, and you got the side judge who's coming up the Ole Miss sideline. He's sprinting up the sideline, twenty line. yards away from where the ball is, and that's his job to make the spot. Well, no, the umpire helps with the spot. The guy, but, but I mean, look, there are only seven of them. It's what they do. I mean, that these are the mechanics of how you get to the spot where it goes down, and they're watching what happens. So anyway, it's obviously a big play. Tennessee fans think it's a first down. Ole Miss fans think they got the stop. Otis Reeks makes a great hit on the play. You can see in slow motion the ball's tucked at the waist when the knees go down. And then Mark Curls makes the announcement that the play call on the field stands. And then chaos ensues. We'll talk about the chaos when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you in the Pearl River Resort Studios on this Monday afternoon. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 46. Your Tuesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 59. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 83. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, 
Knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Jenniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. And then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers, we buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Jenniker Jewelry Company. Buying or selling? We are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One Mississippi senator believes that the governor hasn't yet called a special session on medical marijuana because he's pretty far apart from the language that's been drafted. I read that the THC amount is concerning. It's twice as much as Alabama's, or the weight is twice as much as Alabama's. I think the way that they put the how you calculate how much a person can have, I think, is yeah. pretty confusing. Senator Angela Hill expressed several concerns concerns of her own during an interview with Paul Gallo this morning. You can hear it in its entirety at supertalk.fm. Meanwhile, today's COVID report from the Department of Health has been delayed. However, officials were able to share that new data shows that the downward trend of hospitalizations is beginning to slow. Despite the plateau, hospitalizations have dipped below 300, which represents a significant drop from the peak of over 1,600 in late August during the Delta surge. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. No matter where you go. 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I come all the pretty girls like you are taking, baby. So after the official review, Mark Curls walks out onto the field and turns his microphone on, and he says, after further video review, the play on the field stands. The call on the field stands. And that's when the mayhem begins. They go immediately back to the line of scrimmage, and then stuff starts flying onto the field. A few items at first, and then more, and then more, and then more. Now, there are 102,000 people in the stadium. Were all of them throwing stuff on the field? No, absolutely not. But the characterization that several was the number, or a few was the number, is disingenuous at best. It's just downright a lie at worst. Thousands of bottles came onto the field, among other things. Water bottles primarily, most half to three-quarters of the way full. Cups, 16-ounce tall boys with beer in them. Whiskey bottles, vape pens, a handful of whistles, apparently. Screws, I saw in one report in what they cleaned up. And the initial reaction was that the Ole Miss football team just kind of stood there and watched in the stands. And that was the case for a couple of minutes before Lane Kiffin started waving his team and brought the entire team out onto the field around the numbers. Guys, I was visiting with Gerard this morning, and I said it's kind of weird. I've told you before, my favorite moment as a sideline reporter is right before kickoff when I get to walk out to the the midfield logo for the coin toss. And I made an extra conscious decision to really look around and soak it in on Saturday night because it was just awesome. Tennessee's team was running onto the field, the lights were out, spotlights were going, the whole deal. But that is the end of me being on the field until either halftime when Lane Kiffin is coming off and i got to do an interview, or post-game when I'm walking to the locker room. I spent 10, maybe 15 minutes standing on the field at the hash marks <laughs> during the game with a minute left in the fourth quarter. It's a little surreal. And then I look up, and we're kind of reporting on this as it's happening. And first, the Tennessee cheerleaders leave. And some of the cheerleaders leave with those, you know, get louder and go Vols placards, poster board size, above their heads to shield them from being hit with bottles and debris coming from the stands. And I had a thought. I was like, is the band just going to stay there and get pelted? Nope. Tennessee evacuates its band from the seats. Tennessee fans created an environment where their own cheerleaders, their own dance team, and their own band 
did not feel safe in that environment. And after about 12 minutes or so, they started emptying the student section. They emptied the student section about 20 rows up. And then it looked like play was about to begin. The security guards kind of got out of the way. And what happened? From 20 rows up all the way to 100 rows up, people started rushing down to fill those bottom 20 rows. It was a zoo. And then Ole Miss comes out and they run three plays that get nowhere and drain 11 seconds off the clock. Mac Brown hits a booming punt, outkicks his coverage. Tennessee returns it to midfield. Hendon Hooker ends up hurt, has to come out of the game. They bring Joe Milton, who's a little brain dead apparently, into the game. He throws a ball that was very, very, very close to being a touchdown with three seconds left. And for the second week in a row, Lane Kiffin goes prayer hands on the sideline, hoping that his defense can come up with a stop. I don't think he realized it was going to be without a throw to the end zone. Yeah. As Joe Milton just scrambled and then kind of ducked his way out of bounds at the seven-yard line. And Ole Miss got a win, and then more debris started coming on the field. You guys watched it or watched replays of it? What did you think? That aside, although, I mean, I've seen a lot of a couple things coming from this. I've seen people that cover Tennessee, and of course you're going to get stuff like this with with people that you know have platforms that cannot separate feelings from work that are finding ways to justify the behavior. Heck, even great guy Peter Burns said this morning, well, if... You know, the the injuries aren't being fake. The fans wouldn't have done that. It doesn't matter. You don't justify your bad actions with other bad actions. That kind of that's ridiculous. And I've also seen a lot of what aboutism when it comes to something that happened in basketball three years ago. And you, some of you may not remember this, but I, I don't know what was said anywhere else. But I remember on this show, <laughs> one particular person named Richard Cross absolutely roasted the people that did it called it a stain on the university, among other things. So the, the whole, well, what about this that happened years ago? That was stupid and trashy and pathetic then, just yeah. like what happened Saturday night in Knoxville was stupid and trashy and pathetic that was happening during the course of the game. I talked to a friend that was at the game. He said a Tennessee fan next to him got hit in the head with a bottle, and their head was bleeding. So they did it to themselves, too, ironically enough. But that scene was was sad, because at least through the television, it's not the same in person on TV. You could see it on television. That was an incredible environment. The, the kind that we wax poetic about college football. It was nasty. You could hear the chants with a certain uh, four-letter word that starts with F directed towards Lane Kiffin. You could, I mean, it felt like every time Ole Miss had the ball, you could feel the volume through your television. It was incredible, and it ruined what would have been a really special atmosphere and a, a really, really compelling and fun football game. The issue I have, obviously, with people doing the what about it, it, it just, it's sort of the same thing. We, you and I talked about this on Friday I, when Richard was out about, you know, fans of one school will say, this guy's a thug, but if their same player commits a, a crime, oh, well, he just, you know, he needs a little help. Everybody's done this. Literally every fan base in the SEC has thrown stuff onto the playing surface. You can find one for everybody. Maybe not Vanderbilt. I don't know. Maybe they don't care enough. I know it's happened at State. It's happened it, at no, Ole it's Miss. happened in Vanderbilt basketball. All right. well, there you go. So it's happened. Um, 
Also, I don't want to hear any more jokes about soccer after all the Ole Miss players and their injuries. This I don't want to hear any more. But oh, we're going to get into that coming up later this afternoon. Also, I ha- I hate to, to say this because I feel like I'm excusing behavior. I'm not. You should never throw. You're not. You're not. You're not five. Don't throw stuff on the field. You're not an idiot. You would think. But all these things have one thing in common, don't they? They all have one thing in common. Nobody was just like, I hate the play calling. I'm throwing something on the field. It's always a blown call. It's always officiating. So we, we'll, we'll, we'll find Tennessee and we'll try to do something about their fans. You know, I think we're going to talk about some potential punishments, but they never fix the root problem that causes these outbursts. That's frustrating. Yes. But it's not always about a blown call, and it's not always about a missed call. I would say the more common theme is about a call that goes against your team in a critical moment. Whether yeah, I get it's the what right you're saying, but it, not. I, I agree with some of the people on the text line that the call at the end of the game is sort of the uh, the cherry on top. It's the fumble recovery from the first quarter that started all this, which I think a lot of people I have. I, and I, I talked about it on, the, on our call today. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know what happened. But so that apparently was a that went down wrong play. Too. That was a fourth down play, and there's a play action look, and Matt Corral fakes the handoff, and then he drops back. He's got John Rice Plumley streaking down the middle of the field, wide open, but he stops. It's a really funny-looking play in real time because it doesn't look like any other play that you've seen Ole Miss run through the course of six games this year. Matt Corral's not one of those guys that just, like, stops because, oh, goodness, here come a couple of rushers. Lane Kiffin told me after the game, Matt Corral heard a whistle, and that's why he stopped. And by rule, when a player gives himself up, which is what the referee saw in the replay, the play is dead. And that's a player safety thing. Now, if there was no whistle, real or imagined, then Tennessee probably got screwed on that play. Except for the fact that Matt Corral gave himself up and therefore they blow it dead in terms of the player safety issue. If he doesn't give himself up and the play is just continuing then yeah, he wasn't down, ball came out, Tennessee scoop and score, and it's a massive play in the game. I don't know if that was a blown call or not. I mean, I, what was there a whistle in the stands that somebody blew? There was somebody that texted us in earlier said they thought they heard a whistle on the broadcast. I have no idea. If you're asking me to pick out an individual sound on Saturday night, I got nothing for you. Because all I heard was white noise. That and a bunch of four-letter words that seemed to kind of rise out among the, the, the res. But that's normally because there were like thousands of people chanting it in unison. Hey, Dad brought up soccer a second ago, but not because he wanted to talk about soccer. It was because he wanted to talk about flopping. So let's talk about where we are in flopping and faking injuries and the back and forth. How much of it was faked? How much of it was real? 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call them at 601-605-4443. Officials still working to clear that accident. 55 northbound, the right lane still blocked just past the Canton exit, and we're seeing delays southbound on Lakeland at Treetops. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent so far this afternoon. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle, getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine, to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi, on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. All right, so let's talk about the uh, players falling down on the field. That was a big theme in Knoxville on Saturday night. It was a a theme that a week ago was very prominent post-Iowa Penn State. Penn State fans big, or excuse me, Iowa fans big on booing the Penn State players who fell down. James Franklin did come back and tell us later in the week that one of the players that they booed for falling down with a, air quotes, fake injury was out for the remainder of the year. Does it happen to slow down tempo-based offenses? Yes, it does happen. Is everybody that falls down with a, I'll use air quotes here, injury during a game faking? No. No. Who's guilty of faking injuries to slow down an opposing tempo offense? Well, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas, it's just like Alabama, the on the field. Everybody's Mississippi doing. State, yeah. Georgia, and so on, and so on, and so on. I don't think I've seen a game with as many players go down as you <laughs> saw on Saturday night. I do think there are a couple of things at play here. Well, how can you cramp when it's cold outside? Just because you're cold watching it or sitting in the stands doesn't mean that a player who's playing in a game in that environment doesn't have their muscles heated up. I do think there are a couple of things at play. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a nutritionist. I think players drink less on chilly nights than on super hot days, but they do not sweat less, generally speaking. And so hydration is an issue. That's one part of it. The other part of it for Ole Miss in particular is they ran 101 plays in that game. 101 plays. It's a physical exertion thing that leads to cramping. I'm not defending faking injuries. Let me be clear about that. But they're not all fake. And yes, a guy that has a hand, not a hamstring, but let's say a calf muscle that cramps up or a hamstring that cramps up while on the field gets stretched out, walks off on his own power, jumps around on the sidelines, and a play or two later comes back in, it's not even remotely. Have you ever had a cramp in your in your foot or in your, your calf? A lot of times it comes back again shortly later. Hey, Dad, you, you, you said you don't want to hear any more about soccer and flopping after what you've seen. Tell me more. Yeah. Well, what, 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 what needs to happen here is this. And I, when you think about the offense, right, if an offensive player goes down late in the game, especially, there's a 10 second runoff, right? If you don't have, or you, or you have to burn a timeout, correct? Which you thought you were going to get when Hendon Hooker went down, right? But because right. he had picked up a first down, it didn't yes, stop. Yes, I, I heard no your run. confusion on that one, and I had it too, so don't feel bad. Okay. Uh, there's got to be, because what you're saying is that guy gets taken off the field 
and in 30 seconds or less, we've we've looked at him and determined he's okay. No, nothing, not that, that that can't be true. So, I saw a lot of people, and I, maybe I'm uh, maybe it's overkill, but if you if you come off the the field with an injury, you're off until the end of the possession. Simple as that. I, I think that eliminates the falling down stuff. It would immediately. It probably punishes the guys who are dealing with cramps that are coming and going. Mm-hmm. But that may be a byproduct that you have to deal with. To avoid eighteen player injury stoppages, that would end it. That's fine. Yeah, is that a hyperbolic number, or was that actually the number from the game? That's that's the number. According to to this guy on the text line, we've got somebody on the text line saying that's the number. Ten ten for Tennessee and eight for Ole Miss. But it's also the timing. Um, Okay, well, it's the timing of it. Obviously, it's Tennessee is driving down the field. And Ole Miss is having to stop every every two seconds yeah. to, to get somebody yeah. off the field. If you if you're telling you know, okay, See, now I'm down three stars. It's a whole lot more starters. believable when it's a defensive lineman because you rotate def- defensive linemen. Like when yeah. Chance Campbell, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt here. Somebody mentioned number forty four for Ole Miss. When Chance Campbell goes down with an apparent injury. I don't. I feel like I've seen enough from the way he plays the game and know enough about Ole Miss's linebacker situation to know that that's real. And Chance there, Campbell needs to be on the field. There was one of them that obviously had to come off, and it was after a second down stop. And Campbell comes off, and with all due respect to a kid that you know works hard or whatever, Sonogo had to come in for a third down. And I promise you. Ole Miss did not tell Chance Campbell to go down for a third down to get Snogo in. There was another one. I mean, Austin Keys got hurt. He's not going to play the rest of the season. So that, I think, is the best solution to eliminate the, the stuff, but also not really punish guys that may be having cramps or something like that. But it's something has got to be done because that, that was a bit absurd. When you see Josh Heupel pointing on the, like, get down, get down, that kind of stuff, and it, it was just that was too much. That's got to go. Yeah, I don't think there's any way to tell a guy whether he's faking or not. I mean, you're you're not in that body, so it's hard for you to know. I, but I if you're going to cost the, the offense, you got to cost the defense. It's it's got to be balanced. Yeah, maybe it's four or five plays. Maybe it's not a full possession, but there's got to be something there. You're listening to WFMN Florida Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at PeroniStreetPros.com. Fox News. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden heads to Pennsylvania Wednesday to promote a pair of big spending bills. The president is certainly feeling an urgency to move things forward, to get things done. I think you've seen that urgency echoed by members on the Hill who uh, agree that time is not unending here, and we are eager to move forward with a unified path to deliver for the American people. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Former Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Colin Powell has died of complications from COVID-19. Powell's family says the 84-year-old was fully vaccinated. Ask anyone at the Pentagon and in the U.S. military about their reaction to the death of Colin Powell, and one word comes to mind, integrity. The first black national security advisor, the first black chairman of the Joint Chiefs, and the first black secretary of state. Colin Powell broke barriers and made history. Fox's Jennifer Griffin at the Pentagon. America is listening to Fox News.
Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A man was killed during a home invasion in Yazoo County late last week. According to the Yazoo Herald, a man identified as Eddie London entered a home on Grand Avenue and the residents woke up to find him in their bedroom. County Coroner Ricky Shivers told the publication that London was shot three times after a confrontation with the homeowner who has not been charged. Authorities say that London appeared to be under the influence at the time. And in Washington, Congressman Stephen Palazzo expects a huge showdown over some big issues this December. We've got the government funding, we've got the debt limit uh, extension is going to be expiring in, uh, around mm-hmm. December the third. Um, it's it's going to it's December is going to have a lot of fireworks, I believe, when it comes to seeing what the uh, socialists are going to try to cram through. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Well, the state has worked to provide additional help for victims of human trafficking, Lindsay Simmons with the Human Trafficking Coalition told Supertalk that there's still much work to be done. If they're over 18, they can go to Sandy Shelter at the Center for Violence Prevention, but they don't house teenagers. And so we don't have a home for kids right now. And that's our the big effort for our group right now. We're working with a lot of foster care agencies and children's homes and churches and trying to partner and stand up a shelter for teenagers. And Governor Tate Reeves has declared this week as Fall Severe Weather Preparedness Week in Mississippi. Reeves said by preparing in advance of a storm, Mississippians can ensure their safety. In 2020, 82 tornadoes were confirmed in Mississippi, which was the fifth most on record. Nearly 25% of all recorded Mississippi tornadoes occur typically from November through December. For more tips on how you can prepare, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay. Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. in your pocket and think about it. We'll talk about it in a little while. If you're the commissioner of the SEC, how would you punish Tennessee for the actions of some on Saturday night? The SEC has spoken. They actually have handed down the punishment for Tennessee. We'll tell you officially what it is. But I'm curious if you had been in charge and had the authority to punish, how would you have punished? We'll talk about our ideas. We want yours as well. But before we get to that, on a Monday, you know what's coming up. Before we get to winners and losers, I'll remind you that you can be a part of the conversation on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why Ceasefire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any Ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash bark. Sports Talk Mississippi coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Just after 4 o'clock, that means it's time for winners and losers. All I, all I, all I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm a loser, baby. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner. And will not tolerate a loser. We'll never win. And we'll never win. Sometimes we elaborate on these. This may have to be a day where we got to be a little more concise because I got a bunch. I, I, I don't know what your list looks like. All day, man. There is Bring plenty, em. plenty, plenty to get to. Uh, you know how it works. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? One of you guys want to go first? The Fighting Terry Bowdens of Louisiana Monroe hosting the dangerous, the vaunted, Hugh Freeze-coached Liberty Flames in their over four touchdown underdogs. They picked off... Almost five. They picked off... The greatest quarterback in America, according to Pro Football Focus, three times in the game and upset Liberty at home. I saw there's a group of ULM fans that 
get to set up behind one of the goalposts on like this elevated grass platform, basically. So it's not a berm, it's elevated off the field, probably 10 feet or so, but it's grass behind them and they get to set up their tailgates and watch the game from there. They are clearly the most diehard, dedicated ULM fans you've ever seen, and there's dozens of them, but they don't miss a game. Seeing the video from their perspective when they pick off Willis for the third time sealing the game was awesome. Those are the real sports fans. They That program won't win anything ever. They've sucked for so long, and yet they still go out there every week. That was awesome, and I never want to get another text message to this show that says Ole Miss should be scared of Liberty. Never send that <laughs> message again. Don't do it. But Terry Bowden, ULM winners, Message that was coming cool. in three, two, one. Hey, Borky. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll uh, it'll be coming in a hurry. I'll mark that one off my list. I wrote Terry Bowden and Rich Rod. What? 31-28 over Liberty on Saturday. Hey, Dad, give me a winner. Purdue. Shout out to my friend Robbie Donahoe. Uh, I did not Warlock, realize this. Stand up, West Lafayette, Indiana. Evidently, Purdue has beaten the number two team in the nation more than anybody else has in the history of college football. They, if you're number two and you come to Purdue, you're walking out with an L. It's just that's that simple. Uh, I think we all knew Iowa was a bit of a hoax, but I did not think they would get embarrassed uh, the way they did. And Purdue's ranked. So, yeah, good for them. Good for the Boilermakers. What is that, four out of the last five against Iowa? I think that is uh, Something the like answer. that, yeah. 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 Uh, let me throw a couple at you. Number one, me. I told you guys on Thursday what I had coming up. Little, little road trip with my little guy. Obi got to make his first SEC road trip ever, and we had a blast. It was exactly what we wanted. We drove to Nashville, stayed there Thursday night after the show was over, got up Friday morning, had Pancake Pantry. He got to kind of see some stuff on the Tennessee campus. Yeah, he went with the uh, chocolate chip pancakes. I went with the sweet potato pancakes with a little cinnamon drizzle syrup. Oh, so good. Oh, that, that sounds good. Seal. That gets the seal of approval. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Kind of knocked around, saw the stadium on Friday afternoon, got to go in for a uh, for a minute, uh, went to the Tennessee bookstore, got some souvenirs, took care of the you know sisters and the whole deal, and he just kind of got to soak it all in. And I'm proud of him. He, he had a great time uh, on the field pregame and for the first quarter. I, I, thanks to a lot of you, by the way, who have reached out via you know various social media channels or the text line or whatever, asking about Obi's safety. He was in he was in good shape. Uh, he went to the uh, to the the radio booth about midway through the uh, through the second quarter. He was well distanced from harm's way uh, at the end of the game action. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had a great time, but I know I had a good time. That was like a, a big-time dad moment. That was awesome. And what a cool first experience uh, for an SEC road game. I hate to tell him it's probably not going to get much better than that ever, but uh, might as well have a good one out of the gate. Let me throw you another winner. The Jackson State Tigers. Did you see the crowd they had at Memorial Stadium this weekend? Homecoming for JSU and almost 54,000 at Memorial Stadium in Jackson to see JSU. Look, you can like Coach Prime. You can like Dion, whatever you want to call him or not. You can like the way he has provided energy and exposure and relevance for the Jackson State Tigers that is 
frankly, never been seen before. And Jackson State fans are on board, and just what a great scene on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. This town, perfect. This town was nuts on Saturday. Just nuts. I had to run around in the morning a little bit. And and even up, by, I'm north of, of the city, and car flags, traffic, man, I mean, like we were in a small college town. Not that Jackson's particularly big, but that's what it felt like. It was It was really cool. That's really awesome. Ha- happy for all the Jackson State fans. Got to imagine that and when for they Coach play Brian. Alcorn in a few weeks, Whew. that it's, that crowd might be a lot bigger. To the get, well, I mean, it can't be that much bigger. I mean, it wasn't well, a complete and total sellout, but it was darn but, close. But I can say Alcorn will bring a lot more fans than Alabama State will. Yeah, a lot more. Yeah. Who's up? Give me a winner. It's got well. Twofold. I mean, we've been talking about the Ole Miss game, and we'll probably put it to, to rest here and move on to state and other things. But um, Matt Corral, for one, I mean, battling the drops, battling the injuries. I mean, he should have thrown for a hundred plus more yards if his receivers just catch passes that were on the money uh, while they were uncovered. Um, despite that, and early wasn't sharp either. It just was not as sharp as he usually is early in the game. So overcame that. Overcame drops. Injuries, other things, and was almost the second player in SEC football history to do 200-200. That was as that right there tells you everything you need to know about him. When he's not sharp, when he's on the road in front of 102,000 people, when his when two receivers are down, his tight ends down, his offensive lines banged up, and he runs the way he did and battled the way he did. That was one word: elite. That's what he is. He is simply just elite, and it doesn't get better than him in college football. But, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if he's going to win the Heisman, but he's going to New York. Got to. That's happening. But, That's happening. Ole Miss football won a game because they played good defense. Look at Hendon Hooker, who's a good player, by the way, and I admire him. He was banged up and hurt and still played through it. Um they got to him, sacked him five times in the game, pressured him a lot more. Uh, Robinson and Sam Williams were exceptional. And if you would have given Lane Kiffin 26 points, 4.4 per carry, and just over 200 yards passing in five sacks, oh my God. I mean, he would take that every game for the rest of the season. They got smoked by Arkansas, ran up and down the field on, made some adjustments, and they won a game because they played good defense. They didn't give up a point in the fourth quarter. You, you, I mean, think about was, saying that out loud. That, isn't that, that, was that exactly what Ole Miss Tennessee needed? And, Tennessee in its previous exactly two games needed? had given up 28 points in the first quarter. In each of its last two games, they scored 26 total. Sorry, yeah. hey, Dad, didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I was going to say, isn't that exactly what Ole Miss needed? Never mind, you know, the win. But to win like that. To not, to not win 55-50. You know, think about what Lee Sterling and you miss Bruce Marshall, but he was right there with him saying, This is gonna go over and he took Tennessee to win like fifty one to forty five or something like that. And then you get this. That's exact that is exactly what Ole Miss needed to have happen. I've got uh two more winners written down. I'll give them to you quickly before we go to the break. Now this is kind of a two part. There's a loser attached to it as well. The atmosphere was amazing on Saturday night. 
the checkerboard, the packed house, the light show, the intensity, the enthusiasm of the fans, a great old Miss crowd, probably 5,000 old Miss fans that were there kind of scattered throughout the stadium. Everything about that environment was big time, like the biggest of big time. Now, there's a loser side to this as well, but Tennessee deserves credit for the atmosphere that they created. And then completely not a complete non sequitur. How about Austin Riley for the Atlanta Braves? How about the weekend he had at the plate delivering Atlanta a two-zip series lead over Haydad's hated Dodgers? We'll get to some losers when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. For the most part, looking pretty good. One trouble spot is in Madison County, northbound on 55. Have an accident, have the left lane blocked just before Highway 16. Traffic's backed all the way up to the Canton exit. Elsewhere, things looking pretty smooth. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, and apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your car and vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with proof. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. 
Sports, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, a ton of winners and losers coming from you on the ceasefire text line, and we're going to get to them in just a few minutes. But we were a little long-winded. We need to get to our losers as well. Do you boys want to start, or you want me to? Oh no, I'm starting. Do it. Well, I don't know. That's going to be a tough road for me. Dan Mullen, Danny boy, Daniel is leaving tonight on a plane. It's going to be fun to watch Scott Strickland have to make that hard decision next year. It won't be this year, but next year will be the hard decision for Scott, as as Dan Mullen proves that good coach, great coach, great developer of talent would be fantastic at the NFL, but Dan Mullen didn't learn the lesson that Billy Napier evidently has figured out, that the grass is just not always greener. And if you're not an elite recruiter, you don't need to sign up for a job like Florida. And now he'll be 8-4 and four this year. Assuming they don't anything go, have anything go wrong. And then next year, probably the same. And then you have to ask the question, is this good enough for Florida? That being said, if Leach can't get it going, we'd welcome you back up here, Dan. No way. Well, I would. I don't know about the rest of the world. But. <laughs> Wouldn't that I, be I'll something? Help, I'd, I'd help him move in. What are you talking about? Like, What time? I'll just be at the house. Bring the U-Haul. So Florida's four and three right now. The remaining schedule for the Gators, Georgia, loss. At South Carolina, Samford at Missouri, Florida State. They should be eight and four. Yeah, they'll win out after Georgia. Yeah, but they eight and four don't. They probably don't need to lose to Alabama, LSU, Georgia, and Florida State when it's a bad Florida State team in the same year. God no. And losing to Florida State and going seven and five might accelerate that process. Now that he's figured out that he's got a better quarterback that is taller, bigger, be has okay. a better arm, more accurate passer, better runner, uh, just hiding behind Emory Jones the whole time. Uh, other than that, though, is he any good? Other than that, he did make a really bad decision at the end of that LSU game, though. Yeah. But is that worse than the three bad decisions that Emory Jones made earlier? In the no. Game? Nope. No, if he starts not. from the it's beginning, not. they win that game possibly comfortably. I yeah. think they both threw 19 passes in the game. One of them threw three picks. The other one threw one. Ow. But you say, but Borky, hold on a second. You just said now that he knows he has that. We all, all the rest of us already knew he had it. I knew it too. I'm glad yeah, he got yeah. to see it. Well, hey, hold on. You're the guy that says that Kirby Smart shouldn't have taken Jake Fromm out in favor of Justin Fields, who, by the way, is He's a starting quarterback there. in the NFL right now. So, Georgia Fromm was lose. actually a good player. They didn't lose. Fromm was actually a good player. The problem was Fields was an elite player. Well, he this may have been, a, but Georgia... Emory Jones is just not good. They lost, what, two games with him as the starter? Something like that, yeah. Not, not a lot. Would have been one fewer. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't lose the national championship game because of Jake Fromm. That's not great. They lost it okay. because of Tua and their defense. They only gave up, like, what, four touchdowns, including an overtime period? I mean, yes. Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Fromm wasn't on that team, was it? Fromm wasn't on that team. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Fields wasn't on that team. Fromm was a true freshman. That, that, we're, uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're screwing this the, up. We're yeah, screwing yeah. it up. Fields was Never there the lost. next year. 
So, All right, loser for me. I gave Tennessee a ton of credit for the atmosphere, but Tennessee fans were an absolute embarrassment. Wait, I it's thought not, it was look, Ole Miss fans. I saw that on Twitter. It, it's it's not because they threw some stuff onto the field. Because hey, Dad made a very, very grounded and solid point. Everybody, everywhere has had fans do it. There was an ugly scene in Oxford in 1993 when Ole Miss played Alabama on a nationally televised ABC game with Keith Jackson and Bob Greasy and Lynn Swan on the call. The David Palmer game, where there was a cameraman from, I think, Montgomery or Mobile, Alabama, that got hit in the head with a whiskey bottle. That's an ugly scene. Ugly scene. There have been things thrown onto the field and onto the court in Oxford since then. It's happened in Starkville. I've seen it with my own eyes. Certainly it's happened in Baton Rouge. It's happened in Gainesville. And it happened in spades on Saturday night in Knoxville. So, it has happened everywhere. But it hasn't happened like that everywhere. When stuff gets thrown onto the field generally, it is a handful or a few handfuls of cups and water bottles and whatever, and they make an announcement from the PA, and there's some self-policing that goes on, and you sweep the stuff off the field, and you carry on with the game. It was 15 minutes of continuous stuff flying onto the field. Four announcements from the public address announcer. The sheriff's department from Knox County clearing out the bottom 20 rows of the student section. The cheerleaders, the dance team, and the band evacuating. And people having things thrown from the upper deck onto the field and into the section below. And a barrage and golf balls being thrown. Who brings the golf ball? Somebody who plans on throwing it at a head coach. That's who brings a golf. That's the only reason, right? Unless that's you just it. like happen to be coming straight from the driving range and had it in your pocket. It, see, that's the thing. There wasn't just one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, those individuals. There were at least two. Lane Kiffin had a when, when he and I talked post game, Borky, right outside the locker room. He had a yellow range ball. Had like the the range ball stripe on the side of it. There was another golf ball that I saw somebody took a picture of that was on the field that had like it was also a yellow golf ball that had the Tennessee Golf Association logo on the side of it. I saw a white one. There were, also, uh, well, okay, then we're up to three. That, that ball, by the way, has got to be on Kiffin's desk in a protective oh, yeah. case right now, right? That that'll go with him wherever he goes. The, those people that, that was not spontaneous. The people that threw their beers and stuff, stupid, not planned, stupid. Pizza boxes, pizza boxes, the guy that would have at at the game, stuff that makes sense to have. The golf Golf balls, the mustard, the people that threw the golf balls, brought them to throw them at Lane Kiffin. That that there you, I mean, maybe they just happen to have a golf ball in their pocket. But you tell me what other reason Occam's Razor tells you that those guys brought those to the game? Yeah. To throw it was beautiful in Knoxville. Maybe they played 18, still had a ball in their pocket from the morning round. I went nah, to a concert. That's all I can give you. I went to a concert in Jackson one time. I went straight from work when I worked at a grocery store to the concert. This was back when I was in college. As they're getting there, they're patting everybody down. I realized I still had my box cutter in my pants. Whoop. And I'm just like, and I just took it out, threw it in the grass, and went in. 
So I can understand maybe you had a golf ball in your pocket. Three is a bit much, though, right? Here's the scarier part for me, and this is like a add-on to the losers list. This is not Tennessee-specific. This is society writ large. Mob mentality is scary. So I had multiple conversations with the head of security on Tennessee. The, the, the guy that his company has the contract for security inside the stadium. And he said to me, Richard, this was at the very end of the game, with three seconds left for the last play, I was standing in a spot where, given the opportunity, I would have been able to catch a pass that came out of the back of the end zone. Not even a smile, guys? Not even a smile? Come on! Uh, that was that was so great, I just wanted to extend it if possible. He told me, he said, Richard, he said, if Tennessee scores here, you better get out of the way. Somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, Had that Tennessee been... scored, they were coming on the field. Yeah. Would have been like the band comes onto the field from Stanford Cal times a thousand. It, it would have been a bad scene if that yeah. had happened. Uh, but mob mentality is scary. I mean, we saw it in the riots. We saw it during the BLM stuff. We saw it, the Capitol riots. Not making it political. I'm saying I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. That was a red state crowd on Saturday night in Knoxville. Decidedly. The broken Mob window mentality theory. with pent-up anger is scary. It's scary. Because there's nothing law enforcement can do to stop it. Oh, no. That's no, the thing. I no. mean, all the announcements in the world, they wouldn't have changed anything. It's 102,000 people. There's a few dozen security guards who don't get paid enough to get in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people potentially going to do that. But uh, go ahead. I have two things. First off, fans get mad when we talk about, well, what about, they get the what about thing, right? If your team does this this week, you're 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 the loser. If next week it happens somewhere else, we'll talk about them. Secondly, I wonder if Kiffin, in the name of public safety, dialed it back because I thought for sure when they resumed play, he was going to go four verts and try to score again. And I was wondering if he just had a thought like, if I score again, they may kill me. I was amazed he ran the ball. I thought he'd just throw it down the field and see what happens. You had to force Tennessee to use all three of its timeouts. I get it, but they would have scored. You just had to. Oh, it would have been something. Maybe if you got Braylon Sanders and Jonathan Mingo on the field, <clears throat> not yeah. with the group they had playing wide receiver the other night. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 46. Your Tuesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 59. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 83. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Market Street in Flowood has been sold, and that means DNS Diamonds and Jewelry has lost its lease. That also means our merchandise must be liquidated very quickly, and the savings will be passed on to you. Save 50 to 80% storewide on everything. Nothing is held back. It all must go in just a few short weeks. That's 50 to 80% savings storewide at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. No gimmicks, just the best prices you'll see on fine jewelry. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best to tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives. Callaway's Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A man was killed during a home invasion in Yazoo County late last week. According to the Yazoo Herald, a man identified as Eddie London entered a home on Grand Avenue and the residents woke up to find him in their bedroom. County Coroner Ricky Shivers told the publication that London was shot three times after a confrontation with the homeowner who has not been charged. Authorities say that London appeared to be under the influence at the time. And in Washington, Congressman Stephen Palazzo expects a huge showdown over some big issues this December. We've got the government funding, we've got the debt limit uh, extension is going to be expiring in, uh, around mm-hmm. December the 3rd. Um, it, it's gonna, it's, December is going to have a lot of fireworks, I believe, when it comes to seeing what the uh, socialists are going to try to cram through. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Only because I think it's funny. I'm going to give you my last loser. Eli Drinkwitz. I wrote down alligator mouth writing checks is hummingbird tail can't cash. <laughs> That's a good one. I have some terrible news, by the way, Richard. Tell it. Well, it looks like our friend Aaron Fitt is here in Starkville today to watch the reigning national champion Mississippi State Bulldogs. Parker Stinnett has cut his hair. Why? I can't. I can't Why? deal with that. Why? That beautiful mop is 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 gone. What do you say? His girlfriend told him to. I said Delilah told him to. No, nah, that's what I'm wondering. I bet that fastball's down to 91. Oh, but there's still time. The Delilah reference. I get it, Samson. That's that's my point. Okay, yes, I get you. it. Thank you. I mean, the season starts in February, right? He's got four months. He's, he's got some time, but ah, that's. I just saw a picture of him. I'm like. Maybe no. he's sacrificing some MPH for some C-O-N-T-R-O-L. Well, if that's the case, you've got something there. Just saying, maybe. Yeah. All right, let's... You see the let's, crowd, uh, see let, the crowd see, for that scrimmage? For Friday? Was it Friday yeah. night? Yeah. Look good, really. Like, like I, I like couldn't 5, never find a picture. There. How many? Like 5,000. That's it, awesome. Yeah, we, we said on the show Friday, because it was going on during the show... That their crowd for a scrimmage in the middle of October is bigger than ninety nine point nine percent of the crowds at college baseball regular season games this spring. Yeah. 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 A- average att- like that. That crowd number would only lose to what in the SEC? LSU, Ole Miss, themselves, Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. Maybe a couple A&M. They're going to be excited yeah. this year. Tennessee yeah. probably this year also. But, yeah, that's mm, – I don't know if capacity know can that. get over 5,000 in Knoxville. True. Zach from the coast, maybe he got a sports clips NIL deal. If that's <laughs> the case. Donate the player. 
Uh, let's see here. I'm going to try and scroll back and find some of your winners and losers. Uh, Josh and Laurel, Winnell has to be ULM. Yeah, man. No doubt. Uh, That's six interceptions in two weeks for Willis. I mean, most people still think he's a first-round pick, but... <laughs> ooh, that's mid, that's middle here. Tennessee three the, the, the interceptions. Take that, the, the take that Malik Willis is a first round NFL quarterback is stupid. Well, there was he a take that Spencer Rattler well. was one too. So he doesn't throw it well. Do you know why Gene Chizik didn't start him at Auburn? Because he was never the coach there when Malik Willis was there. Do you or know do you why mean? Gus Malzahn didn't start him at Auburn? <laughs> Not a good thrower. Because he wasn't very good as a quarterback. Just saying. Uh, loser, the Tennessee quarterback for the pathetic effort on the last play of the game. Hottie Toddy, that's from Ed in Oxford. <coughs> yeah, that was tough coming in there as a backup and, and doing that. But, geez, man, come on. Just ducked out of bounds like that Clemson or that Louisville receiver a couple of years ago against Clemson. Winner, the Purdue football Twitter account, who post-game tweeted, we just beat the number two out of Iowa. Nice. I love the savagery. Excellent wordplay. Yeah. That's pretty good social media-ing there. There you go. Um, winner, Ole Miss soccer, 6-1 <laughs> in conference play. Why are you laughing? One of the texts that just came in. Loser, Richard Cross for catching the ball and stopping the clock at one second, almost costing us the game last week. Porky uh-huh. quit texting the show. Come on, uh, man. Bowen Gulfport, biggest loser, Southern Miss offensive line. They look like they got lost and looked up like, oh, crap, we're on a football field. The one I laughed at from the 662. Loser, the mayor of Knoxville, Kane, for not using hellfire and brimstone to control the crowd Saturday night. Where was he? Well, he's Knoxville... County, right? That's the same thing. Knox County. Knox County, I yeah. mean. Yeah, but he's, he's running the show there. If he had showed up in the mask and the red outfit, people would have calmed down. Preston and Fulton, winner, Zeb Noland. Game-winning yeah. touchdown pass for South Carolina against Vanderbilt, the former trainer slash journeyman in college football. Winner of the Ole Miss defense for getting Jake Springer back. I think Kiffin's been saying that that guy changes everything. You know what it changed? Changed the outcome of the game on Saturday night. One, Jake Springer played a really good game. Two, you know who was playing a position that he would not have been playing if Jake Springer had not been there? Otis Reese, who made the tackle and the stop on third and 24, third and 23 and three quarters, Yeah, stopping that drive. Tennessee. Otis Reese would have not been playing that position had Jake Springer not been there. I liked a couple of things that they did. One, they used linebackers <laughs> on passing downs to create pressure, and what that did was create sacks, and what that did was get you Five off of the field on third down because you actually brought pressure. It's amazing what happens when you bring pressure, but they also, well, they're doing the three down lineman thing. They brought them in tight. I mean, right before snaps, too, you would see the ends adjust and come down in tight, and they would bog between the tackles. They would just kind of make that 
just a bunch of just stuff, and, and they, they couldn't create running lanes inside. And then guys like Springer and Campbell and Robinson made plays. That was a, a big, nice adjustment from the Arkansas game. We, we've worked together too long. I see Haydad's gears turning in his head, yeah. and I know he's about yeah. to say, well, pressure it's, pressure is good on this. It's a good idea. <laughs> it's a good idea, in theory. But you got to get home. Signed, Zach Arnett. I saw a smile creep across your face, and I said, "I know where he's going." Pressure, I'm like, "Oh, let me tell you about getting pressure." Uh, Hammy says, "Winner every Mississippian. This weather is great. Supper on the patio tonight." Cocho Big L is he though? I mean, seventeen million dollar golden parachute into retirement, and he said last night he's got enough room to enough money to go buy a golden. I'm sorry, a double cheeseburger. Try that again. Said last night that he's got enough money to go buy a double cheeseburger at Sonic. He thinks he can afford it. Yeah, good for him. Uh, loser, by the way. And I understand why some of this happens. Although, it's pretty transparent and hilarious, honestly. That just now, today, the media has discovered that, hey, wait a minute. Ed Orgeron's probably not the best guy, as it turns out. We get the flip the script book that was written after the national championship and all this stuff. And oh, what a changed man. The only reason that was ever said was because he was winning football games. That's it. Nothing behind the scenes, as we've learned the last couple of days, because people started actually reporting things. Nothing changed. He just won football games. Now that he's not winning football games, oh, we've got stories about hitting on boosters' wives at gas stations and bringing girlfriends to practice and throwing chairs at meetings. and We called it. He didn't change a bit, but suddenly now everybody has learned that the guy whose program did what it did under his watch and the guy who has the history that he has hasn't changed a lick. He just happened to be winning football games for a little while. But once that ended, oh wait, oh, he's a bad guy again. Hmm. Amazingly transparent, that is. Yeah. What's isn't there a saying about a tiger changing his stripes? They don't. It, the the point there really in that story is not that Ed Orgeron's a bad guy. It's that coaches are bad guys at times, and we need to not put them on this pedestal of, oh, he's a changed man. He's got principles now. No, he was just winning games. That's all football coaches do. They either win games or they lose games. Some of them are good dudes. A lot of them are not. Most of them are not. So don't put them on personal pedestals. Just be honest about them. Ed Orgeron didn't change a bit. He's always been shady. I love you if you win. And if you don't, I want you gone. Yes. That's all it is. We knew that that would happen. As soon as they make that announcement... Things will start. Yeah. The gas station anecdote is incredible, though. It's yeah. just fantastic. If you if you haven't seen it or read Bertie Miller's article in the Athletic, basically, he just started hitting on some random woman at a gas station, and she just happened to be the wife, the pregnant wife of a high-ranking LSU official. And when she informed him that she was married, he said, "Why does that matter?" No, he said, "What does that matter?" Oh yeah, but that this should be a lesson and. We need to stop putting people on moral pedestals because they win football games. Stop it. Stop it. They win football games. That's all they are. That's all they do. Some of them are good people. Most of them aren't. 
That's all. That's all. That should be the lesson here. We turn winning football games into this great person thing, and that's just never true. Losers, the guys calling the Alabama game on ESPN. It would have been Joe Tessitore and Greg McElroy. Yeah, the people in my mention said that Tessitore, it sounded like he was dating Nick Saban. Got a message on here from Lynn somewhere. I lost it. The Jacksonville kicker who was writing code for the Army, programming missiles, hit two uh, field goals. Jacksonville had to go across the pond to uh, get their first win. Lynn, by the way, is Logan Cook's dad, and he's a new grandfather. Congratulations, Lynn. Very nice. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Left lane still blocked 55 northbound just before Highway 16. Traffic backed up to the Canton exit. Construction caused and delays 468 northbound at Lakeland and minor slowdowns on the stack. 20 West at Gallatin. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by List for Less. Go to buyhomeswithsusan.com. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Cowson Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives. Callaway's gives. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Going to be a part of the conversation. You can join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. On October 29th, there's a double event at M-Trade uh, Park featuring the Mississippi Bombers Fast Pitch Tournament, which draws teams from across the Southeast, and the OHS Soccer Fall Invitational, showcasing a host of high school boys and girls soccer teams across Mississippi. And if you are a baseball coach looking to round out your fall tournament schedule, look no further than mtradepark.com. M-Trade Park is a first-class facility featuring 12 synthetic turf infields, and second-to-none amenities for fans attending. There are only a handful of tournaments left this fall, so visit them online at mtradepark.com now to sign your team up. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. When we get to the college football fix, we're going to jump into Mississippi State and Alabama. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. Since we only have a couple of minutes... Everybody wants to know who is going to be the next head football coach at LSU. Ed Ogeron met with the media yesterday with Scott Woodward and the thing on his chin uh, talking about the situation there. And they are moving on. And Eddie O is getting paid big. And he can buy whatever he wants to at a gas station. Probably. I'm all right now. And so there are names that are out there. Is Lane Kiffin's name on the list? Yes, according to those who put lists together. So is James Franklin's. So is Billy Napier's. So is Mel Tucker's. So at least initially, 
was Jimbo Fisher's. But what does Jimbo Fisher say about being the next head coach at LSU? I'm gonna say this right now, and it, and I don't want. It's in October right now. I love being here. This is my the job I wanted. I'm, I'm being here. I got a great contract. I have an unbelievable chancellor. I have an unbelievable president. Unbelievable AD. That we're building something. We're recruiting great players. I really believe we're on the process of building something great. I plan on being here and fulfilling this contract and doing everything. I my family has roots here. I got ranches here. I hunt here. I love everything about this place. And and I and you don't and listen. And I say that because listen, nothing. There's nothing going on there. Is there nothing happening there? And I don't be disrespectful to anybody else. I, I coached there. It was a great place. We won national championships. It is one of the best, you know, best places. In it's a wonderful place. I love being an A&M, and I plan on being an A&M here and filling my whole contract. I love everything about this place. And, and let me tell you something else. And the way this place has embraced me and my family, and including our foundation, the things that are going on with our foundation, the way the people have embraced it, the way people have, have done everything here in College Station. I love everything about the people here, the administration here and everybody in charge here and, and the people who run this organization. And I love it here. All right. So if you're going to take Jimbo at his word, he loves it in College Station. I, and he waxed I, poetically. There's one thing he didn't say. There's one thing he didn't say. He talked about all the reasons that he loves the place he is. He did not say, I am not a candidate, and if offered, would not accept the head coaching job at LSU or at any other place in the United States of America. Or the world, for that matter, given what Ted Lasso has brought to our attention. Unless I, I am fired by Texas A&M, I am not leaving. He didn't say that. Now, maybe that's being jaded. Maybe I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. That's the one thing he didn't say. He said everything else right. What bothers me here is this. I, I don't have a problem with him making that statement. He's a coach. He needs to do it. Fine. But so many members of the media are like, oh, well, there you hear it. Obviously, he's not a candidate. I mean, Nick Saban just literally said one time, I will not be the next head coach at Alabama. Why, why do we do this? Why do we put on this charade that a coach's word has the meaning of a 50-cent cup of coffee? Just, all right. Today, Jimbo Fisher is saying he's not he's not interested in leaving. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Because I'll guarantee you, if LSU says, okay, $15 million a year, 10-year contract, it's 100% guaranteed, he's going to LSU. Simple as that. In 2016, Jimbo Fisher said, quote, I love this university, and I plan on being here for a long time. I love Florida State, and that's all I'm saying. Anything else is clutter. It does not concern me and is not involving me. There you go. It's a little more general than what he said today. There, there were a few more specifics in his statement today. He also said, I got ranches. Not ranch. Not a ranch. Ranches. Yeah. Like that. The, the money thing, Edo was making $9 million. Mm-hmm. You think if they got nine million for Orgeron, they they can't get nine million for Jimbo? Of course they could. Which is funny because LSU's got some financial issues. I was told that by somebody that would know. But said they're still going to pay whatever they got to pay. Not sure how they're going to pay for it, but they're going to pay it. Build a new hospital. Two hours in the books with you in the blink of an eye. Five o'clock hour. College football fix coming up. 
News. I'm Steve Rappaport. He broke barriers as the first black Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman, the first black National Security Advisor, and the first black Secretary of State. General Colin Powell has died. Powell's family announced his death early this morning at Walter Reed National Medical Center from complications of a breakthrough case of COVID-19. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, a retired Army General, says Powell's death left a hole in his heart and the world lost one of the greatest leaders ever witnessed. Fox's Jared Halpern. Jury selection underway in Georgia for the trial of three men in the killing of Ahmad Arbery. They're accused of killing jogger Ahmad Arbery, who they claimed was trespassing in February of last year. The killing, which was recorded on video, sparked more racial tension as the suspects are white and the 25-year-old Arbery was black and also amidst claims that law enforcement was slow to investigate. Fox's Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Authorities are investigating an officer-involved shooting in North Mississippi. According to Attorney General Lynn Fitch, a 45-year-old white man whose name has not been released is in critical condition after he was involved in an exchange of gunfire with Mississippi Highway Patrol officers on Sunday afternoon in Tippa County. No details regarding what led to the shootout near Walnut are known at this time. The New Albany Police Department will handle the ongoing investigation. And General Colin Powell is being remembered as an influential former Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff who played a pivotal policy role in the administration of then-President George W. Bush. Senator Roger Wicker says he was an inspiration to many and the embodiment of the American dream. Powell passed away today from complications related to COVID-19. He was 84 years old. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian, Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. 
Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. The Mississippi Lottery continues its strong start to the 2022 fiscal year. With its September transfer of over $11 million, the lottery has now sent over $33 million to the state through the first three months of the new fiscal year. Each year, the first $80 million of proceeds will benefit Mississippi infrastructure, with any additional funds being placed in the state's Education Enhancement Fund. And the pandemic gave pharmacists across the state an opportunity to prove they can do more than dispense medication. Bo Cox is the director of the Mississippi Pharmacists Association. The federal government tasked pharmacies with ordering, storing, and supplying these vaccines to our nursing home facilities. And so it was really a good opportunity for us to show, hey, this is something we can do. We've been doing flu vaccines. We can handle COVID vaccines. It takes about seven years to get a doctorate in pharmacy. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Hobnob is back. MEC's annual Hobnob Mississippi is returning to the Mississippi Coliseum on October 28th. MEC is preparing for an in-person Hobnob as traditional political speaking will return to the stage, headlining a day full of networking and great food. Join us October 28th. To register for the event or to be a sponsor, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. You don't want to miss the fun at this year's MEC Hobnob, October 28th at the Mississippi Coliseum. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your favorite teams like no one else on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Hour with you on this Monday, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you want to watch along, we'd love to have you. Don't forget, you can get the show via the Supertalk app. It is free, available in the App Store and at Google Play. You can listen on demand. A lot of ways you can get the show, and it's been a fun Monday with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, you want to be a part of the conversation? Hit us up on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Let C Spire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. 
Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. And then test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. 44 years. That's how long the F-Series has been the number one selling truck in America. Test drive the F-150 today again at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. So let's go to Starkville on Saturday night where Mississippi State and Alabama hooked up. It is a series that in recent years has been dominated by the Crimson Tide. And there was some hope, I suppose, that Saturday night would be different, at least from a domination standpoint. Turned out really in terms of the final score not to be. Alabama jumped out to an early 7 to nothing lead. Mississippi State got on the board with a field goal to make it 7-3. to But then Alabama scored again, and again it was 21-6 to at the half after Mississippi State kicked a 37-yard field goal with less than a minute remaining. Second half, mostly Alabama. A uh, touchdown, another Mississippi State field goal, and then three straight scores from Alabama to make it 35-9, 42-9, and ultimately 49-9. 53,796 the attendance. Hey, Dad. Yes? What do you take away? Well, it's it's got to be disappointing, you know, because you thought, can you be in the game? That's what we sort of we, – we, we, Dealt with that all last week. We talked about, you know, winning is probably not going to happen, but can you make it a football game for three and a half quarters? Or or can you, you know, at least look like you have a puncher's chance? And, and I mean, it's 49-9, to nine, and that is pretty indicative of how badly Mississippi State was manhandled. They just, they just didn't have it in any phase of the game. Uh, Rodgers throws three interceptions. He'd only thrown two all year. Um, all of the th- and 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 not one of them would, was a thrower. I would say the DB made a great play. They were all bad throws. Um, the offensive line looked like the offensive line we saw week one and some of what last year. Poor poor Scott Lashley. Uh, he will be seeing Will Anderson in his sleep for a long time to come. Um, defensively, this is why Alabama pays all these former head coaches to be analysts. Every time State went to blitz. Alabama had the, the right play dialed up, and they were able to find a guy wide open and for a long gain or a touchdown. Um, so they just got dominated. And, you know, now we're talking uh, five of the last six years, you've scored less than 10 points, and 11 out of the last 14 in this losing streak, less than 10 points on Alabama. Uh, they just, they're just not even close to them. I mean, I, I don't know that State will beat Tennessee State worse than Alabama beat Mississippi State on Saturday mm-hmm. night. Bryce Young, 20 of 28, very efficient, 348 yards, four touchdowns. He was sacked twice. Roydale Williams ran it 11 times for 78 yards. That's seven yards a carry. Brian Robinson, 19 carries for 73 yards. That's four yards a carry. Had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Dylan Johnson had seven carries for 24 yards. Woody Marks, three carries for 16 yards. Will Rogers, 35 of 55, 300 yards, no touchdowns, three picks. Kai Polk, the leading receiver, both he and Woody Marks had seven catches. Um, 
I'm thinking about Alabama in terms of what we saw three weeks ago, what we saw last week, two weeks ago, and then what we saw on Saturday. Hey, Dad, there were... And, and I'm not trying to make this a comparison between how Ole Miss played Alabama and how Mississippi State played Alabama. But I do think about the fact that I walked away from that game in Tuscaloosa extremely impressed with the talent that I saw on the field. Jackie Sherrill used to say that you can only get a team to peak a couple of times a year. I think Alabama peaked against Ole Miss. I think that was an important game for Nick Saban, even though he would never admit it, because of who was coaching on the other sideline, because of the stakes for that series, because some people were talking about oh, Ole Miss might have a chance. And I think he had his guys locked in. I don't know if Saturday night was one of those nights where Alabama peaked, but I do think Nick Saban used the loss to Texas A&M to really, really get his team's attention and whether or not they peaked, they were locked in. I think. Kind of kind of to your point a second ago about if you see this, then it means this is coming and then they execute. If if it didn't matter who Alabama played last night on Saturday. They could have played anybody, maybe short of Georgia, and that result would have been pretty similar. They would have beaten were, A and M Saturday night. Yeah, they were mad, they they were mad, they were angry, and you you said it they were absolutely locked in. They didn't make any mistakes. They just didn't make mistakes. And every time State made a mistake, they absolutely pounced on them. Um, and State made plenty of mistakes to give them. So. And, and I think on the flip side, and I've heard people say that Jimbo spent eight months preparing for that game against Alabama. A&M was locked in against Alabama. Yeah. And they forced Alabama into some mistakes. Alabama made some mistakes on their own. Texas A&M capitalized. They played their best game maybe in two years. Texas A&M did. And they used that home field to their advantage and all of those things, and they got the win. But the idea that, Borky, you you poked fun at this last week, that this signaled the fact that Texas A&M was here to stay and would be the team that had the potential to dethrone Alabama, yeah, Mark Twain coming at you. Yeah. Yeah, News of my death has been greatly exaggerated. uh, It was incredibly stupid. Demise, sorry. Yeah. And, and if Alabama plays the way they played Saturday night, if they can play, uh, not talking about you know the quality of opponent, but mistake-free and taking advantage of the other team's mistakes, they can beat anybody. They can beat Georgia. They can still be the national champions. So, yeah, the, the news of Alabama's demise, you're correct. As always, with, as long as Nick Saban is there, the Alabama dynasty rolls on. They may not win the national title every year, but they're going to be in the mix. And so for State... You have to look at it like this. Three and three is probably where the majority of people would have projected them to be at this point, right? They would have thought they would have lost A&M and beaten Memphis. Just switch those up. And now you play six games that are to some degree winnable. You know, I think obviously the most winnable is Tennessee State. If you said, Brian, right now what's the least winnable? It's Ole Miss. But it's still winnable. It's It's still a game that you can win. So what's your record over the next six games? That just that determines your season. If you made me pick Mississippi State's wins and losses for the rest of the way, I would say win against Vandy, loss to Kentucky, 
coin toss, but I lean in the direction of a win against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Loss at Auburn, win mm-hmm. against Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. Probably would pick Ole Miss to win that game. But mm-hmm. I need to know a little bit more about Ole Miss's health situation. Yeah. And that, but what you just gave State was six and six. What you just gave State was six and six and in a bowl game. Yeah. You'll you take know. that in year two with a loss to Memphis early. You, you think, you know, with Kentucky, it's winnable. It's at home. Kentucky isn't a juggernaut. If they make a couple of mistakes and you don't, you can win. If Bo Nix shows up, the guy that I saw Saturday shows up to Auburn, you're not going to win that Ooh. game. But if Bad Bo shows up, and I can't believe we're doing good Bo, bad Bo. Bo Wallace trademark that. Uh, he could have to make some money. Um, but if he if Bad Bo shows up, you got a chance. But that said, Bo Nix is always really good at home, and we'll see. And then you got the Egg Bowl. You know, the Egg well, Bowl it never makes sense. You know, I'm I'm kind of the same way with the Ole Miss schedule the rest of the way, right? I think they beat LSU on Saturday. But if LSU rushes like they did this past Saturday, they're going to be in that game. Yeah, they'll be they'll be in the game. Yeah, I think Ole Miss will be able to score. But um, you know, but which Auburn team is going to show up? If the Auburn team that played against Auburn, I mean that that's a really really difficult assignment for Ole Miss on the plains at night in two weeks. They, they played really well at Arkansas, really well. Ole Miss will beat Liberty. What are we going to get from A and M? Ole Miss will beat Vanderbilt. And then what are we going to get in the Egg Bowl? I mean, this is an Ole Miss team that eight and four is very much in play, but ten and two, eleven and one is not completely off the table. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Well, the right lane still blocked in Madison County, northbound on 55 just before Highway 16. Traffic's backed up to just south of the Canton exit. Expect delays. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about the great loan rates, free checking, and much more. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstep or online at bennelson.com. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. 
Market Street Center in Flowood has been sold, and DNS Diamonds and Jewelry has lost their lease. Before they go, DNS has to sell its entire inventory. Shop now and save 50 to 80% storewide at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry's giant liquidation sale. Everything must go. Cash-approved checks and credit cards are accepted, and you can get 12 months of free financing with approved credit. No gimmicks, just huge savings at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Shop now at 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of JCPenney. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Take me deeper. So, Will Rogers banged up. Mm-hmm. Still throws it 55 times. Yeah. How healthy or not healthy is he? I mean, obviously Mike well, Leach isn't going to tell us that. You watched it. How healthy or not healthy we might, is he? We might we might never get him back on the podcast or here on the show if we we talk too much about this. Um, from all indications, it's 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 just a minor bang up, and he'll be fine and play this weekend. Uh, okay. I was surprised that they kept him in the game as long as they did. I mean, once it's thirty-five to nine, is it know, throwing shoulder? I think it's not. I think it's the other shoulder. I, I could okay. be wrong on that, but I'm not. I'm not one hundred percent. But I was surprised they kept him in the game as long as they did. Thirty-five nine, the game's over. You're not coming back. You're not scoring thirty-eight on Alabama at that point. I was surprised not to see Chance Lovertich or anybody else for that matter, especially with Rogers being a little banged up. But he finished out the game. Um, I mean, there were times when he threw the ball. You could tell it was bothering him. But I guess with a week, uh, a week, a week, you know, to get ready, he'll be he'll be fine for uh, for Saturday at Vanderbilt. What about the pressure? We talked about this on Thursday. Um, so much pressure from the Alabama defensive line. We talked about Mississippi State's need to be able to play the way they have played on the offensive line for the last couple of games. They weren't able to do that. Some of that is a function of Alabama's talent. Is that all it was? Well, I mean, some of it is schematic, too. I mean, you just leave those tackles out there on the island. You know, Scott Lashley 
he can't block Will, right? Will Anderson. That guy is a guy who might be the top pick in the draft uh, next year. He's not eligible to be this year. Um, and it reminded me a lot. You might remember uh, Joe Moorhead's uh, first year when uh, Josh Allen at Kentucky just was abusing Mississippi State, and there was just nothing done to to counteract that. They just left the tackle out there on the island, and Josh Allen just kept getting to the quarterback. It was sort of the same thing here. So, obviously, the talent the talent is a big part of it, but anything State could have done to fix it, they, they didn't really do. It doesn't feel like there should be much concern about Vanderbilt on the horizon. And if I was being nice, I should say no disrespect intended to Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt's terrible. And Seals got hurt, so they might even be terrible with a backup quarterback. State's, what, a 23-point favorite early line? Yes, which is surprising. Love State to to cover in that game. I don't. What? I don't think State will cover. Oh yeah, they will. This is a this is a fifty-two to fourteen game. Ooh no, I think this. I, I think this is like a. Vanderbilt shot its last shot Saturday. Thirty-one to ten kind of game. Stake bet. Yeah. I'll take state and the points, and like I'm sorry, I will take state and lay the points. Right. I'm, I'm based I'm, on the I'm, current I'm line. It's 23 right now, isn't it? 23. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Mm. Feel good about this one, Bort. Yeah, kind of do too. Although, I mean, when it, when your quarterback who who has to throw it 60 plus times in a game has a sprained, injured of some kind, throwing shoulder, that's a little less than ideal. But Clark Lee is undertaking an extremely difficult thing. His team plays hard for him. They really do. I mean, they, they do some okay things. It looks like at least... They had the game won. They had the game won. In this case, at least it looks like they've got coaching competence. They just don't have guys that can execute the scheme. It's it's a really tough watch. They just they don't have guys that can make plays on either side of the ball, really. But they'll be well coached anyway in this game, but yeah, they should be completely overmatched. I'm really curious about it's so hard to evaluate games like the one that that I watched on Saturday. By the way, fiber unbelievable. It is unbelievable. No buffering. Awesome, huh? No buffering at all. Two games. My wife's watching stuff via stream. We everything's connected to the internet in the house. It was flawless. So watching that, it's hard to just figure out if the offensive line gave up seven sacks. That's, I mean, that's a lot, especially when it's an offense that's generally designed to get the ball out quick. I mean, you heard Nick Saban and, talk about it going into the game, which was a great some question. Of that, some of that is on Rodgers. There was a lot yeah. of times, at least four of those sacks are times where he just held the ball too long. So the the question is, and, and I don't know if it'll be this week that we'll know if the answer because of Vanderbilt's personnel, I think it'll be Kentucky when we get this answered. Was that a regression? Or was that Alabama? Were the three interceptions a regression? Or was it pressing because Alabama? One of the players, I don't remember who it was, or maybe it was Mike Leach said after the game, they were intimidated. The the logo on the shirt made them play differently. They acted differently. They pressed. One of the players said that. Yeah. That's a real thing. 
But you don't want to hear that, though. Jeez, no. That's you, something you don't want to hear. You don't. I respect the honesty, though. But what was yeah. the poor offensive line play a regression, or was it just simply Alabama? Those are those are things we're going to learn, and I don't think it's going to be this weekend when we learn them because Vanderbilt is just so, God bless them, so, so, I, so bad. I think it was Alabama. Honestly, I do. I, I think that this week Rodgers, regardless of the score of the game, whether Richard's right or I'm right, will have his typical take-care-of-the-ball kind of game. If he's healthy, if he's I mean, we've had several people say it is the throwing shoulder where there was an issue. So in an offense where the quarterback is knows going in that he's got to throw it 50 times, can you do that with a banged-up shoulder? And he was asked today in his press conference today, you know, won't talk about injuries or whatever, but somebody did ask about uh, Abraham, and Leach said he's not with the team. So it's not even just you know the injury thing that he is he is not with the team at all. So if something does happen, it's either Love or Titch or Fresh or Sawyer Robertson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew or that Daniel, anyway. I guess or Daniel but, Greek. I don't, I don't know that it's Robertson over Greek. I don't know that for a fact. Who? Guy went Daniel from Greek. second coming of Peyton Manning to potentially not spring. even better than a guy that was signed in his class as like a Miss, missing the spring. Hurt him. I really did. Greek was here for the spring, so I think he's ahead. Mm. So many questions. Again, I just I don't think they're going to be answered this weekend, which is good and bad. It should almost kind of be a free, comfortable win. But on the same time, you know, who knows? I'm fascinated by this coming game. Or the game in two weeks, excuse me, against Kentucky. I kind of want to just fast-forward past Vanderbilt to see what that looks like. So the schedule of league games this week, Pine Bluff is at Arkansas at 11. Razorbacks will be able to heal some wounds in the Little Rock. Yeah. LSU will miss at 2.30. Mississippi State Vanderbilt at 3. Tennessee at Alabama mm-hmm. at 6. And Josh Heupel played coy about um, whether or not Hendon Hooker would be able to play. Boy, help Tennessee if Joe Milton has to start against Alabama. It doesn't doesn't matter. It does not matter. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, Ole Miss's defensive front did different things. They played well. But if Ole Miss is able to get to the quarterback like that... yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with Hooker on Saturday night. I thought he played really well. He's a good player. He'll end up, well, he has one year left, right? Because he transferred from Virginia Tech. Yeah. Is it a free transfer or a grad transfer? I don't know. I think it was an application rubber stamp deal. And then you get South Carolina at A&M on Saturday night. Yeah. Which is a trophy game, I learned. Is it really? Yeah. What kind of trophy? Uh, South Carolina going to get a participation trophy? A no, milkman like, costume. It's like the Egg Bowl. They, they, tro- they get a, tr- a trophy to the winner. Based on the seven years of history in that series? Big rivalry. Evidently. evidently. A lot of hate. A&M's uh, first SEC game. Although, they're... Uh, Thursday night at South Carolina. Yeah, true. Uh, there is a little vitriol between those fan bases, though, so... 
A&M fans, when they went to Columbia a few years ago, tried to do that that Yelp practice BS huh. on the... Oh, yeah, on the, 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 the steps of the state capitol. The steps right? of the state capitol, very close to where all of the college students at midnight on Friday night have been drinking all night, and they left the bars to disrupt Yelp practice. And A&M fans really thought it was so disrespectful. How dare you... How dare you do that to our cool traditions? Yeah, and so there's been a little vitriol between the two. Real quick, the winner receives the Bonham Trophy, named for James Bonham, a South Carolina alumnus who died at the Battle of the Alamo. Would be The trophy itself is actually really cool. It's him charging into battle on a horse. Should be a drum set in honor of John Bonham. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. We got a... Uh... Trophy on the line Saturday in Oxford, too, isn't there? It's one they need to burn. It's no civil conflict. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 46. Your Tuesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 59. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 83. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. It's a sale over four decades in the making. Miss Kelly's 43rd anniversary sale. Get up to $300 off our everyday low prices. Plus, take 60 months to pay with no down payment. 
Furniture trends have changed a lot since 1978, but Miskelly's never goes out of style. Stay on trend and on budget with this amazing anniversary offer. Up to $300 off plus 60 months to pay with no down payment. But hurry, anniversary savings end Monday at Miskelly's. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Authorities are investigating an officer-involved shooting in North Mississippi. According to Attorney General Lynn Fitch, a 45-year-old white man whose name has not been released is in critical condition after he was involved in an exchange of gunfire with Mississippi Highway Patrol officers on Sunday afternoon in Tippa County. No details regarding what led to the shootout near Walnut are known at this time. The New Albany Police Department will handle the ongoing investigation. And General Colin Powell is being remembered as an influential former Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff who played a pivotal policy role in the administration of then-President George W. Bush. Senator Roger Wicker says he was an inspiration to many and the embodiment of the American dream. Powell passed away today from complications related to COVID-19. He was 84 years old. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. In a world full of noise, finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. the SEC on Saturday. Georgia 30-13 over Kentucky. 30-7. Kentucky scores a or 30-6. Kentucky scores a touchdown on the final play regulation. Stetson Bennett. I guess he's Georgia's quarterback now, huh? We're going to see JT Daniels again? Bringing him in at this point will do what? Changes nothing. I just want to try to tell people this. Everyone's just talking, oh, JT Daniels, oh, just adds a new dynamic to that offense. What about what he has done 
in multiple college stops now, has told you that he will change the dynamic of an offense. Well, he played well at the end of the season last year. He's fine. He did. It it looked like that they might be a little bit more explosive. But you don't need to be super explosive when you give up six points a game. What a middle finger by Stoops to all the betters in the world, though. Call timeout with three seconds left. That's all that is. Stetson Bennett goes 14 to 20, 250 yards, three touchdowns in the game. Auburn beats Arkansas 38-23 to get to 5 and 2 on the year, 2 and 1 on the SEC. Bo Nix played arguably his best game as an Auburn Tiger. Uh, there was a win against Alabama in there that maybe is better. 21 out of 26, 292 yards, couple of touchdowns. Wildly entertaining game in Baton Rouge with about 60,000 there. 49-42. LSU over Florida. LSU played really, really hard, which was not something we saw the week before in Lexington when they lost 42-21. But apparently, post-Kentucky, Scott Woodward met with uh, Ed Ogeron and told him that they were going to go a different direction. A separation agreement was reached, and yesterday those two guys met with the media in Baton Rouge. Here's a little bit of what Ed Ogeron had to say. Thanks, Scott. First of all, I want to say that Scott's been up and up with me ever since he got here. We both from Louisiana. I knew the expectation of LSU when I took the job. I told you that. I understand the expectation. I invite him. And, man, 2019, what a magical run. But you know what? Because of the players. We had great players. And we had great coaches there. The players make this program. And you're able to recruit great players here at LSU. But I knew we had to sustain that momentum. And we had to sustain that standard. And I know that the last two years hasn't been the standard of LSU. So when he came and talked to me after the Kentucky game, I knew that it was time. And I understand that. I understand the expectations of LSU. And I invited myself. And we did not beat him the last two years. I'm honored that I got to be the head coach at LSU uh, this uh, administration has treated me with class, with dignity. The whole time that I've been here, they've given me everything that we needed to have success. I met with the players today. It's the first time that I get to talk to the players before I wanted to talk to you. But I am happy that I can be the coach of the LSU Tigers towards the end of the season. And I promise you this, we're not going to blink. I'm glad we beat Florida. Tomorrow's going to be Tell the Truth Monday. And uh, we're going to be on the Ole Miss. And I'm going to take it one day at a time. But I'm always going to appreciate my time here. I have no regrets. Not one day. I was not going to have a bad day. I'm not going to blink. I'll tell you guys that. You know, the circumstances that we haven't won enough games in the last two years, I totally get it. Yeah, and let's, let's be brief because, uh, you know, I'll, you'll get a kick out of this. And in, in the fun part, uh, Coach O has not let go of the uh, remote watching film today on uh, Ole Miss. And uh, he's got to get his butt back there and continue to do that. So uh, with that, uh, we'll be a, happy to answer any questions. Michael? Ed, just what did the players uh, say, reaction, and how, how do you want it to go going forward with them and their focus? Nothing's going to change. I mean, we're going to focus on beating Ole Miss. We're going to take the same attitude that we had going into the Florida week. Uh, the players, you know, I just told them how it was. Nobody said nothing. Nobody talked. It was about five minutes. I told them exactly what I told you all. I understood the expectation. All right, that's enough of that. So that was Ed O'Dry. If you want to watch it, it's on YouTube. You can watch the entire press conference. Uh, I don't know, felt pretty scripted. It was extremely scripted. So let me ask you this. If you were in Scott Woodward's shoes, who would you go get to be the next head coach? We've talked about the fact that it's a great job. 
Not, hey, Dad, stop. Lane Kiffin! So that you could like him? Oh, I would love him at LSU. You would? As a Mississippi State person, I just expect to lose to LSU. I mean, that's just part of the DNA. Who do you get? It, do, it doesn't matter who you get, because they're going to win. Hey, th- that's... Well, what gets lost in all of this, I think, is their candidate list, even if Jimbo Fisher decides he wants to stay in the cult, because maybe he's had the Kool-Aid by now, they're not getting past offer number two, I don't think. Every candidate on their list, I believe, passed Jimbo, and I still think they can, I don't believe what he said here. Um, I don't think they'd say no. I don't think Mel. I mean, Mel Tucker would take see, the job see, immediately. I believe everything that Jimbo said, but I also, as I pointed out earlier, did not hear him say, "I am not taking that job or any right. other job." Yeah, he, I believe everything he said about loving it where he is and loving his AD and his president and his chancellor and the fans and his ranches and where he hunts and his horses and blah blah and how people support his foundation. All I believe all of that. He didn't say he wasn't. It was a an impassioned. I love where I am, but what he did not say was, "I am not and will not be a candidate for the LSU job or for any other job." He said, "I'm gonna. I plan to coach my contract out, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." Right. Really well stated on his part, without actually saying the one thing everybody wanted to wanted to hear him say. Uh, but Texas A&M people, by the way, took that as a 100% denial. Don't even bring his name up. And, and just wait until he leaves for LSU so Stuart Mandel. the same year that Texas and Oklahoma were added to your conference. Of course he loves his AD. Jimmy Sexton can get his AD to do whatever he wants. I mean, raises right before the season begins and, and everything. It's amazing. But I, I don't think LSU will have a situation like Auburn did, like Tennessee did where they're getting said no by four and five people and the search becomes a charade. I think that they will get said no to at most one time. I think whoever they actually offer the job to is going to take the job, including Jimbo. I texted you guys this yesterday. I had a long drive home. Obi was kind of locked in on the iPad or taking a nap in the back seat, so I had a lot of time to think. You know who I'd go hire if I were uh, Scott Woodward? I'd go hire Brian Kelly. And he qualifies to me as a guy that I think would take the job if offered. Take the job. A friend of mine had a... years old. He's done everything but win a national championship with far more disadvantages than he would have at LSU. Yo, another one that would be interesting. His name, by the way. A friend of mine said this today. They're coming to the SEC anyway. Why not take a better SEC job? Why not go after Lincoln Riley? That doesn't strike me as realistic. I think that's somebody that would tell them no. His next step to me is the NFL. He'd listen. I agree with that, but he'd listen. To get a raise. Uh, maybe so, but I mean, you're coming to the SEC anyway. Yeah. It, I understand that, but that's a few years away, and he's got everything in place he needs to win a national championship at Oklahoma. Well, I, see, I don't think he'll be there long. I, I have a feeling this next NFL coaching cycle could be. He'll be there. I really do. It feels like that's what he wants, but either way, they're going to get basically whoever they want. I truly believe that, and people ask, well, what about the NCAA investigation? That's the kind of program that it doesn't matter. Look at Ohio State had to fire a coach, got a multi-year bowl ban, and look at what happened two years later. 
It just it doesn't matter for, at a place like that. Um, I tried to canvas as much of the hot boards and stuff as possible, and, and you know listen to podcasts and radio shows and stuff. It certainly sounds like university leadership, not athletic department, but university leadership has their eyes on Mel Tucker. Yeah. Well, and and worth mentioning, Matt Moscona talked about yesterday morning the fact that. We've all just kind of assumed that Scott Woodward was doing this, and the university president, I think it's Dr. Tate, um, would just rubber stamp it, but apparently that is not the case. The president has gotten into the conversation and has opinions, and his opinions are going to count, and Scott Woodward is going to have to run the search within the confines of what the university president wants. And he is an African-American man, and Matt made it sound like he very much liked the idea of hiring a minority head coach at LSU. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what Matt Muscona said. But it's not out of the realm of possibility. the possibility. And two candidates, Mel Tucker at Michigan State and James Franklin at Penn State, would absolutely fit that description. Yeah, and I think they would both take the job. But I was shocked. I mean, I knew who Mel Tucker was. I didn't realize the pedigree. In the resume yeah. that he has, it's on the saving tree, he's got a I mean, it's, he's it's got a great resume. Yeah, yeah. Who he's coached under, where he's coached. I mean, he's already been at LSU. I mean, he was at like a, Ohio State. Like he was in the NFL. He coached under Saban and Kirby. I mean, that, that's got Michigan State undefeated. They worked out well for LSU the last time they went to Michigan State and got a coach. Why not try that again? It did. Borky, one thing I would disagree with is it doesn't matter who you hire, they're going to win at LSU. There is history that says that is not necessarily the case. I'm referring to the candidates that they have on this list. I think all of them will, is what I'm trying to say. Not that they could go just hire any joker, but I mean, these guys, I think they all would win. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll wrap it up with you next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Looking at our typical congestion this time of day, 20 westbound at the stack. 475 southbound heavy congestion at 468. Also seeing heavy delays, Lakeland at Flowood. That's where things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. 
That's right. Ridge and Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtop, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your car and vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with proof. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand-washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde Deschamp, EMS board representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic. It's a dynamic, highly valued job, and as a paramedic, you could join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Segment of the show with you. The SEC officially handed Tennessee its penalty. And they did so under the guidelines of the sportsmanship, game management, and alcohol availability policies that were established by the SEC. They assessed Tennessee a quarter-million-dollar fine, which will be deducted from their share of the SEC revenue distribution, so they don't actually have to come up with the money. It's just their check will be a little bit smaller. They are required to use all available resources, including security, stadium, and television video, to identify individuals who threw objects onto the field or at the opposing team. Anyone identified as having been involved in disrupting the game is prohibited from attending athletic events at Tennessee for the remainder of the academic and athletic year. They've got to review their game management procedures and their alcohol availability policies to prevent uh, a recurrence of Saturday night's disruption. And after they review, they've got to present their findings to the SEC. 
the SEC at this time is not um, making uh, suspending alcohol sales privileges at Tennessee, but they reserve the right to do so if the other requirements outlined above are not met. So that's the punishment the SEC handed down. I guess that's about as severe as they can do given the policies that they have in place. So my question is, if you were in charge, if you were Greg Sankey, what punishment would you hand down to Tennessee if you had the ability to just kind of pick the punishment? We were talking about this earlier. Here was my idea. I would um, I would tell Tennessee that for their next home game, they cannot have the student section populated. You can still put the band down in the corner. You still have the cheerleaders there. But the seats that are normally... and Now, I understand... This was not entirely a student issue. <coughs> but the majority of the debris that came onto the field started in the student section and came onto the field. Not exclusively, but the majority. And so I'd tell Tennessee, for your next home game against Georgia, no students. You can't scan them. You can't take student tickets. Students can go to the game, but they got to buy a full-price ticket somewhere else. Or go with mom and dad, or go with aunt and uncle, or go with friend, whatever. By the way, there are a lot of people pointing, we got a text about this, that this is related to beer sales in the stadium. Ah. I think that's narrow. I think it's a 7.30 Eastern time kickoff, and you had people, Tennessee fans, who had been on campus since 9 o'clock that morning, many of whom had been drinking all day long. These things happen before. Yeah, it's often not an thing. Before. No. I mean, did you notice what the color of some of the liquid in the bottles were? I mean, maybe it was Copenhagen spit, but some of them... There was some of that. Some of, some of it was brown alcohol as well. Yes, I mean, yes, indeed. there are certain places where you can put a flask that the guys that are patting you down yeah. before you go into games cannot touch. From 2013, angry BYU fans throw garbage at referees. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not always <laughs> alcohol-related. Yeah. Although... Probably yeah. happens there too, if we're being honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there there is a big uh, BYU message no, board. No, I'm saying alcohol probably happens at BYU. That's what I'm talking about. There's uh, a big message board fiasco uh, where a BYU fan had two BYU fans sitting in front of him who smuggled a single beer into the game, and this person got security and got them kicked out of the game. And everybody was like, "Oh, thank you for making sure that stuff doesn't get into our stadium." A single beer. And they went and got security and kicked the people have. out. I don't know. How would you have punished it, Tennessee? I would go a step further than you because I'm a I'm a I'm a draconian kind of guy. No fans at all. One game. Empty no stadium. fans. Yeah, you have the band in there. That's it. Would you allow visiting fans, or would you mandate that visiting that would be, fans that would be get difficult. their allotment? That would be difficult. I don't know the answer to that question. It would be difficult to do because. What's to stop Tennessee fans from? God's <laughs> got a batting helmet on. Uh, the, what's to stop Tennessee fans from buying from Georgia at that point? I don't know. Like, do you have to be wearing red and black to come in? Just no fans. Everybody gets a refund. Yeah. And that is a far more significant financial penalty. See, I wouldn't have even fined them. I would have just been like, no fine, but you're going to do this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's. Again, a far more significant <laughs> yeah. financial penalty than the 250000 that the uh, SEC le- levied. 
talking to somebody who said you ought to make Tennessee give up one of their home games next year. Like they get to pick which one it is, but Ooh. they have to. My, my my issue with that though is you you cannot allow another team in the SEC to benefit. Like yes, you're penalizing Tennessee, but that means you've go got to twelve team. other teams that aren't getting an extra home game, but one that is. They're going to UT Martin next year. Hmm. Now that would be something. Thanks for being with us. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Great to be with you on this Monday. We'll do it again tomorrow starting at 3.06. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Say what? And Rhino. Rhino's sneaking into the end. Glad to be with you. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.